Good morning. This morning I wanted to talk about uh, dreams. It's probably not going to be very long, but uh, it's a nice time of year to talk about dreams because we uh, dreams were very integral in the, not so much the, eh, a little bit in the birth as we see here, um, but also just keeping baby Jesus alive. Um, so Matthew 1, 18 through 21, we've already kind of gone over it in the intro verse. Um, but Mary was uh, pledged to be married to Joseph. We know that part. Um, and then Joseph kind of got wind of, of what's going on, and he was starting to have issues of uh, what he was supposed to do about it. And he decided he was going to divorce her quietly. But after he considered this, in verse 20, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. That's a heavy dream. Uh, just, we're going to move right along in, in all the times that Joseph had to deal with all of this. Uh, well, I guess not all of the dreams were, were Joseph's necessarily, but uh, um, all of this is for context, but we don't necessarily getting to uh, verse 13. When they had gone, the, the wise men, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, said, get up, he said, take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. Again, probably not the most fun dreams to have. But very direct. Um, after Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who are trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that, that uh, I'm not sure how to say that, but Archelaus was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in, warned in a dream... He withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth, so was filled with what was said through the prophets, and that he would be called a Nazarene. Oh, that was, that's for much later. Um, so, I don't really know much about Joseph. I don't know that the Bible really gives us much in a, any kind of a prequel to uh, Joseph's life before all of this. Um, but he seems to be quite the dreamer, or maybe all of this was brand new to him at the time, and... Uh, I don't really know. Um, I think there's a culture in the in the Bible as a whole. There seems to be a culture of supernatural things and dreams and things like that that people just kind of understood were a part of life, and uh, and they put a lot of a lot of stock in them. And and I don't know. Sometimes we can get a little wiggly if we're paying a little too much attention to dreams, I guess, but um, I think sometimes we don't pay enough attention. And uh, I think there's, there's books on dreams. There's a lot of people that speak on dreams. I haven't always found them to be exactly helpful in my case. I've always been a, a heavy dreamer. Um, but, uh, you know, because sometimes you... You, you can't always just lay out a, a plan of how to interpret dreams or how to look at dreams and, and for everyone's sake and uh, have it all work out for everyone. Um, it's kind of uh, along the lines of prophecy, and you don't want to just lay a blanket statement of like, well, this is, this is what all prophecies mean all the time, and this is how you look at all of them. Um, 
But I think it's good for a community, people like us that are working together and possibly going in the same direction um, to kind of look at some of that stuff and see where we're going. Um, I would say my first rule, at least for my dreams, is that my dreams are for me. And that's at least a good place to start. That if I have any dream that involves very specific people, that it, it's it's uh, not my first impulse to to like oh Brent was in my dream and you know what he did in my dream well I guess that was a uh, I should I should watch out for Brent and pray for Brent because he did that weird thing in my dream like no typically it's uh, it has more to do with what I'm dreaming has more to do with my relationship with Brent and what that means to me and uh, most of the time God is revealing something in me. Um, in the dream, not so much about what somebody else is doing. Not that we can't get to that point. Not that dreams can't be that kind of a outwardly prophetic. Um, but I think it's a good, healthy, healthy start to kind of wrap it all back around to yourself and uh, see if God is trying to reveal something in you. Um, I guess one of my second rules for my my own dreams is that it's they're not necessarily uh, all from God. Sometimes they're just the the wrap-up of the day and, and what your subconscious is doing. and But you can still learn from that, too. So basically, all in all, I pay attention to any dream that I remember. Um, I try to pay attention to it. Um, sometimes they, they fall by the wayside. Sometimes um, it just kind of gives me some insight to how I was feeling during the, the day previous or the, the week previous. Um, and sometimes it sticks with me for the rest of my life. You know, It's just a dream that I always remember. Um, sometimes they are great dreams sometimes they are not so fun dreams um, I also don't shy away from from nightmares um, I don't know if nothing else they, sometimes they might just be a peek behind the curtain of, of what the, the enemy is doing um, so I'm not too afraid of, of those I think I've got Uh, yes, John 4, 1 through 3. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. So just testing testing spirits. Um, again, I don't shy away from... from uh, right. I want to be careful how I say this. I was going to say, I don't shy away from what they have to say. It's not that I'm, I'm listening to, you know, if the demon popped up in my room, I'm like, mm, what do you have to say? No, but, um, but if, if something is said to me in a dream, you don't always have control of that stuff. It's just there. And then I wake up. Okay, well, let's see what, see what God has to say about that. So, uh, same with this verse. 2 Corinthians 10.5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought that make it obedient to Christ. So, again, if that stuff happens, that stuff happens in the dream, something is said to me, something uh, is emotional in the dream, whether good, bad, uh, fearful, any of that kind of stuff, you say, okay, let's take it before Christ, see what he says about it. Uh, Maybe it is uh, oppression, and I don't need to take that on. It needs to go away. Or maybe it's revealing something, that uh, some deep-seated thing of, like, I'm afraid of of this situation, of, of this kind of person, because of something i got to deal with. Um, so again, if we don't have always a clear road of exactly how to take every dream. Um, 
but uh, I think there's the da- again the danger of assuming that if someone is in your dream or you're in a certain situation or you're in a certain building that it's always about that thing. Um, you know, I think uh, probably a lot of married couples or people in relationships, uh, families and, and friends and whatever. You might have had some dream where, where maybe I had a dream where Tabitha was was taking all the peanut butter in the grocery stores and nobody had any peanut butter left because she was taking all the peanut butter. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, I can't believe you. And then like through breakfast, I'm not talking to her. And she's like, what are you, what are you, well, you took all the peanut butter. I can't believe you. And she's like, that's, that's, that has nothing to do with me. Yeah. You know, that's um, a, a silly situation, but, um, but we can get a little sidetracked with, with some of that stuff. And that's why I think a lot of people don't pay attention to dreams because they can be weird and they can be silly and, or they can be things we don't want to deal with. Um, and sometimes they are, they are just nothing. Um, I've had a lot of dreams where I've, I've even written them down and, and just never got anything out of them. And I was kind of, it felt fine to just let it go. You know, maybe I come across it, since I wrote it down, maybe I come across it again. And like, no, that was just, that was really nothing. Um, I was going to have some, I have a couple journals and stuff that I've written my dreams in. And I've filled one up and started another. And then um, some of them are interesting. Again, some of them I, I read back and I'm like, I don't know what that was. Uh, some of them are like, uh, you kind of see a nice little time capsule of yourself. Like, oh, I had this dream 20 years ago. And, and like, yeah, that was pretty immature of me. So we'll, we'll move on past that one. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought it was really interesting that, that all the dreams that we see Joseph had seemed very direct, as the Bible puts them anyway, that the angel of the Lord came to him in a dream and said this very specific thing, and he did the very specific thing, and that was what God wanted him to do. Um, but I, I, I don't know what to say about that in the way of, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just curious uh, what that actually looked like. Did, I mean, was it as straightforward as it says in the Bible, that he just went to sleep and there was an angel of the Lord, and he knew what the angel of the Lord was and recognized it and, and all of those very specific things? Um, or, you know, did he have a dream where where Mary was stealing all the peanut butter and nobody had any peanut butter. And, and then he had another, a second dream where the store manager was giving Joseph all the peanut butter and saying, no, all the peanut butter is, is yours now and you've got to deal with it. And then he interpreted it as, oh, this is the angel of the Lord, someone in authority telling me, this is, I've got to take this and we've got to, we've got to deal with this. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they had peanut butter back then either. Probably not. But uh, that'd be really weird to have a dream about something that doesn't even exist in your world. Um, actually, those are my favorite kind of dreams. Stuff that kind of bend reality or, or it's maybe showing me something I've never seen before. Um, those are my favorite kind of dreams. I'm also an emotional dreamer. So a lot of times there'll be stuff that's happening in the dream and I can recognize it and I can write it down, but it really doesn't even reflect my feeling of what was happening. And uh, I'm sure there's people in here that have had dreams that, that really kind of mess with your emotions. And so like for the whole day, if not, you know, just for a couple hours in the morning, like you're kind of messed up a little bit. 
and uh, like you're really angry or you're maybe you're just really happy, but it has nothing to do with anything that's happening. Um, yeah, it's uh, not a very focused thing this morning, but just looking at at the the story of how Jesus came to be and how he survived his uh, babyhood um, was very directed by God and. And, um, yeah, again, I, I do kind of warn against, like, looking to, to dreams like this. And, and, uh, but I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of things in our Christian life that there's, there's a line to ride with God where we can't be completely safe and we can't be completely wacky. That he's got things he wants us to do, and we need to do them. And they might not be where everyone else thinks we should be. But they should at least be, in the end, the fruit of the Spirit. They should be something that affects people positively and brings glory to God. And, uh, and that's where we're, we're going with this. I did have a picture of a, some manager with a bunch of peanut butter. <laughs> so I don't know who that guy is. But... Uh, and what's that? He took the peanut butter. <laughs> oh, oh no, he can't take the peanut butter. That's Joseph's. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've had. Uh, I was looking through my dreams. I was going to share a few for examples, and, and uh, uh, there's a lot of examples where I'm like, I don't want to share this in front of everybody because either it was too personal or, or maybe it was really weird. But if anyone kind of looked deeper into it, I'd be like, no, I don't want people seeing seeing that. So that's the thing too: is dreams can be very personal. Um, even if you don't see it, it could be something that you think is just really weird, but if you share it with somebody else that might have any insight into who you are as a person or something, they'd be like, oh, well, that's pretty revealing. And you're like, oh, no, what did I, what did I do? Uh, so that's another rule of mine, I guess, is, is uh, I don't share my dreams with everybody, but I share my, my dreams with people who I think might be, might be helpful. And I don't want to name names because I don't want to throw everybody their way necessarily, but, but you can find those people. People that, that don't want to hurt you, that want to help you. And, uh, and, uh, and I know that there are people, whenever I talk about dreams to people, there's a lot of people that say, like, ah, I don't dream that much, or I don't remember my dreams, or anything like that. That's fine. Not everybody does. Uh, it's kind of like gifts and ministry, all that stuff. Like Some people are really heavy in certain things, and, and other people aren't. That's fine. Um, but if you're not much of a dreamer, and you have a dream that you remember, maybe pay attention to that one. Maybe write it down. Because uh, maybe there's a reason you remember that one dream, um, but I do, I do like hearing dreams. Um, uh, I, I don't always have the best attitude about it because Tabitha will have a dream and she'll come to me and I'll just be like, "Oh, I, I didn't really want to deal with this right now." And then she'll say something and then she'll say, "Do you have anything?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do." And what about this and that and and uh, but. All in all, it is uh, it is an interesting part of life. It is an interesting way for God to to get a hold of us, uh, especially when we are busy during the day and we have a lot of distractions. Sometimes that's kind of like God's back door to just getting into our subconscious and, and saying, "Hey, I'm here." He could be talking to us all day, and we're just not hearing it because of everything that's happening. And once we settle down, then uh, then it's right there. Um, but then sometimes it means after the dream you wake up and you can't sleep and you got to spend more time with God. Sorry, uh, that's that's between you and Him. Um, 
But yeah, I think that's as as we grow as a church, I think that's something not to ignore. I don't think it's necessarily the biggest ministry we should have here is is dream ministry, but I think it, it would be something interesting to kind of keep going as we keep going as a church. Um, to it does kind of help us grow together because you do see more of, of people when you hear about their dreams, um, but also kind of seeing where they're going with things. Um, it's just another way of helping people move forward and getting guidance in their life. And um, that's really all I had for today. Um, but dreams. They're, dreams are not, that's not the end of the story with dreams in Jesus' life, because I did have that one slide um, right here, towards the end of his life. While Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message, Don't have anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. Now, obviously, that didn't, you know, the first dreams we were talking about kept baby Jesus alive. This one did not keep him alive, but um, that there's something going on in the, the spiritual realm around Jesus and and uh, very important things. And, and even this Pilate's wife, I have no idea if she had any relationship to what was going on besides just having this dream. And must have, she must have been aware of, of what was happening that day. But, um, you know, the general political climate and stuff, I don't know if she really knew much about Jesus before that point. Um, but it's an, interesting, it's an interesting realm to pay attention to. Because it's uh, it's kind of like the prophetic realm, but it is uh, it can be wackier and weirder, and sometimes more dangerous to to dive too deep into. Um, but I think it's okay. I think it's okay to to dip our toes in some of this stuff instead of ignoring it. Um, I again, I didn't clear any of these stories with anybody, so I'm not going to name names or really get that specific. But I, I've had a few times where people have come to me with with dreams, people that didn't even necessarily believe much about dreams, or, or it wasn't really something that they did routinely is talking about their dreams and everything. And uh, and there would just be one little nugget in there, you know, maybe something that was weird, you know, weirder than everything else, and God just just prompted me to ask them a question about that thing, kind of softly guiding towards something. And and it, and that was like, you could just see the light in their eye, like the whole thing just made sense all of a sudden. And, uh, and a couple of times where I've seen people just cry, just they don't have anything to say, they just break down and cry. Um, so that's really cool. Um, it's, not, it's not me, it's all God. I don't... Uh, he's a very... He's a very amazing, God is a very amazing God, and uh, how much he wants to reach us, and all of the ways that he might be talking to us that we're not paying attention to. Um, So yeah, I just hope that we move forward with God, we move forward with each other, and um, and we're just paying attention to everything that we, we need to be paying attention to. And... You know, certainly if if you have uh, one of these dreams where an angel of the Lord is telling you something very specific, um, it might be something to uh, talk to somebody about. Uh, And maybe it's not what you think it is, but maybe it is. So, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. 
We thank you for our time together. We thank you that we, the ones that made it here made it here today. And uh, we thank you that uh, baby Jesus made it today. And we thank you for Joseph and for Mary and for the just the, the steadfast people that they were to, to do everything that they did for Joseph to, to get up and move multiple times based on your direction. And we just pray for that kind of direction in our lives. We pray that we're listening with everything that we are. We just pray that you'd, you'd guide us as a church, as a body, and just uh, grow us together. And pray that for safety on the roads today as everybody goes home. We just pray for kind of a, just open eyes and dreams. We pray for more dreams from you specifically. We pray for protection for those with uh, chronic nightmares. We just pray that your spirit would be over that. In Jesus' name, amen.